Hello, everyone. Hi. Welcome to The Patch. This week, brought to you by NatureBox and Trunk Club. i got a lot to say about both of those, and we'll definitely be talking about them later. There they are. <laughs> Trunk Club. Men's Outfitters. Yes, they outfit men. Um, but out. we Sorry. <laughs> and women. Uh, let's go ahead and get the that thing going. Flip. Um, let's see if it stays. It keeps doing that thing where right. it like switches. You got to give down. it a little shake. So we're both we're we're all panicking. Two, shakes, two time. shakes. More than two shakes, and you're playing with it. The Wi-Fi. Oh, not, I'm playing hey, with hey, it. Hey, hey. Not working for us on our iPad. Great. Working great um, right here. Ah, I hate you. Ah, uh, yeah. You're taking all of my mm-hmm. all of my all Just of my internet. All that internet wave. So it doesn't matter. I don't need the internet because all I want to do is talk about Hell Divers for an hour. If, if we it's, can do that. It's a good game to talk about. Uh, is, wait, is that the one that deletes your save game? Yeah. <laughs> Only if your one. controller runs out of battery. <laughs> well, uh, which that never happens, right? always run out of battery. Well, not my PS4 controller, but just controllers in general. Yeah, so apparently there is uh, a bug that's known that's going to be addressed <laughs> in the next patch where if you're playing the game and your controller dies, you lose all of your character progression uh, because the game, for some reason, when it senses a controller die... It starts a new game and autosaves at level one. Look, they just did this. <laughs> what they've done. That is a hell of a bug. No, it's not a bug at all. They've it's created a, a metagame. Yeah. It's a metagame where if your controller dies, they want you to feel the pain of death. Mm-hmm. And I, so your character is also reset. I, I went so to they pl- implement permadeath as a punishment. Exactly. I went to play a, a game with Ryan in the Achievement Hunter office yesterday, I think it was. And I, mm-hmm. you know, we were playing, and all of a sudden I started panicking, and I said, Oh, God, we don't put my controller battery level at. And I looked, and it was at the last bar. So I'm glad I checked. I immediately plugged it in so that uh, I wouldn't lose my progress. I know. It would be kind of fun to see, like, you with all the rage that comes with. No. That's losing losing hours of progress. What level are you? Uh, I think right now I'm either 13 or 14. Sun's coming up. Um, (laughs) What level are you right now? Uh, I think I just hit 11 right before I came up. So uh, for people who don't know, it's a... It's a PS4, PS3, Vita game where you play. It's it's like Starship. If Starship Troopers was a video game, kind of. I like that description. It's, it's like you go it's around. It's pretty apt. Well, I mean, they really sell themselves very Starship Trooper esque. If you've seen the movie, not necessarily a book, but they've got that whole join the fight for humanity. Yeah, your responsibility as a citizen, and then you know all the like. Okay. Yeah, the so you, children saluting and all that. Whatnot. Yeah, you play characters who, like military characters who drop in on planets, and there's three different types of enemies you can choose to fight. It's um, bugs like Starship Troopers, uh-huh. <coughs> cyborgs, or Illumin, and cyborgs, of course, cyborgs, or Illuminates <laughs> who are like aliens who have technology. Right. Okay. And uh, everyone in the world, so it's, it's an online game, you can play with up to four players, and everyone in the world collectively progresses the war. So it's like, if you choose to fight, if everyone chooses to fight bugs, you can move the front closer to the bug home world and try to take mm-hmm. them out. Or if you lose, start losing matches, then the front then moves back to- towards your okay. capital. Yeah. And you need to defend it. It's only got like an almost overhead RTS sort of thing where your homeworld's at the center and then there's the three other race planets around you. Uh, and you just take sectors. It does feel like when you're playing a game, you're like, hey, I did it. And I maxed it out. And I got you know maximum influence for this mission. And then it does this thing where it shows you the, the influence bar for taking that sector. It's like, you did it. The bar doesn't move. The bar doesn't move. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you feel no satisfaction when it shows you that bar I don't know why they show all. you that bar. They it's, really it's, shouldn't. It's yeah. really discouraging. <laughs> it is. I, I, I don't think I've made any significant influence <laughs> on the war as a result of it. Uh, but it's a really fun game. I've been playing it a lot. And I, I actually went and took my Vita out of storage. I found my Vita. I started playing <laughs> it there, too, because it's, a, uh, it's cross-platform. So, so where, yeah. where was it? Like, where did you it was in my entertainment it? center. With uh, with uh, my Blu-rays. Okay. I don't know why I was there, but that's right, where, sure that's where it ended up being. I found an iPad charger back there, too. <laughs> so there must have been some logic at some point that made me put those together. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it, and so I've been playing a lot on my Vita. I don't like it as much on the Vita, since you don't have two shoulder buttons. You end up having to like swipe on the back to reload or throw grenades. Mm-hmm. And like in the heat of the moment... Trying to like swipe while you're like running away and trying doing to crazy stroke stuff. your Vita. Come on, baby. Come on. Yeah. Oh, I'll be gentle. Just reload. Just reload, please. <laughs> it's a. Uh, it can be a little challenging. But uh, other than that, it's yeah. It's a very squad based game. Uh, it's they've got difficulty ranging. So you basically select a mission, and then the mission has a difficulty rating from one all the way up to twelve. Uh, and five to seven is my range right now, and it's pretty hard yeah that's, that's considered you don't have, like that's considered medium to like hard. seven is hard yeah okay uh, so then what's 12 12 is hell diver yeah uh, i think 10 or hurt me plenty 10 <laughs> i think 10 is suicide mission 
for reference. Yeah. <laughs> and then 12 is uh, is Helldiver. Beyond that, yeah. So has anyone completed? Yeah, you can. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. If you get a good Once squad. Once you rank up to. And yeah, a lot of it is getting a good squad, squad, which I have a lot of problem with sometimes. Like I'll start a game and I'll drop the SOS beacon, which is uh, like something you can actively say. You're all, your game is open if you leave it in public. Okay. But you can throw down a beacon that actively says, hey, move me to the top priority. I really want people in this game. I've never had anyone join my game. Really? Not I, a single one. I have people one. fairly frequently drop in on mine. And about 75% of the time, if I try to join a game, I can't. Yeah, well, the teleport fails. The, uh, Ryan, let's be honest. No, nobody blames anybody for not jumping in your game. Oh. The, but the, I'm so I'm so good. I mean, it, well, you, <laughs> you say that, and this game is also really about friendly fire. Like, killing your teammate is You a cannot disable hazard. friendly fire. Okay. No. And everything you drop, like support equipment, like turrets and things like that, all of them are just going to shoot you right in the head okay. if they get the chance. Well, also, is, it, is it a constant threat or a constant opportunity? <laughs> threat or tunity. <laughs> yeah. Well, and then the other thing is when you call in, they call it strategy, it's like when you call in supplies or whatever, they drop from orbit and they can crush your teammates. And I started watching the yeah. Let's Play you all did in Helldivers, and every time someone called <laughs> in something, someone died. Sometimes it's hard Was not it to. Was Gavin? No, Gavin wasn't in it. I did actually feel really bad about that, or not about the Let's Play, but uh, earlier today I jumped in a game. It was three out of four guys that were playing, and I drop into the game and just immediately crush a guy. That was the only death in that match. Oh, my God. Was that guy getting crushed by me just joining the game. Like, I have no control over it. I just land right on it, but... You can see where it's coming. There's a shadow. shadow a, yeah. I don't think there's a beacon, though, when it's you joining a game. No. I not. think there's just a shadow that shows up and then splat. So, Rough. my bad, that guy. Uh, yeah, sorry. You also have to be careful. Like, when you call in, you can drop turrets to help you. The turrets don't care about players. They recognize, they say this in the description, recognizes friend or foe. But if you happen to be between you and the enemy, then... Right. Yeah, it, prior- it prioritizes foe. Yeah, it's just going to shoot the bad guy, whether you're there or not. Yeah, and then as you play, you can unlock additional weapons and uh, vehicles and things that you can call in to help you. Yeah, there's a, the unlock system actually is pretty interesting to me because the way you get more things, they've got weapons and stratagems and perks. Uh, weapons being just your normal guns that you can use. Stratagems being things that you can call in from orbit for, like, support. They're mechs, they're cars, turrets, things like that, even just ammo. Uh and then there are uh, the perks. I'm not even entirely sure how you get the perks. So. You, yeah, I think you you unlock those as you progress in level. I think those it's unlock. a level unlock. Right. Okay. The uh, way you get everything else is you have to go on a mission, and then there are certain planets that have a reward associated with them. So you have to complete all three, two or three missions on that planet, and then if you do that whole series of missions, then you, you can the get the reward. So there's a there's a good. A, it makes you kind of want to continue through a play. And if you get a group of people, they're carried through naturally. They can quit at any time, but they will move through with you uh, mm-hmm. to each mission. And if you already have the reward for that planet, you just get bonus XP instead. Yeah. So you're still incented to, to go through and help other people get rewards that they haven't had yet. It's a lot of fun. I can't stop playing it. It really is a lot of fun. So and each uh, each mission's you know it's about fifteen minutes too, depending on how complicated it is. I mean, at least at five to seven. I don't know if you've done anything higher than difficulty seven. Yeah, I've done up to nine and ten. It's normally like my top end right now. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it'll, it, it takes maybe fifteen twenty minutes to do like a really in depth one. But it's 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 a it's a lot of fun. But it's very frustrating. I <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like there's a couple of small polishes that they can still make. Like, not deleting your save. But um, the matchmaking has one problem in it, in that you can see all the games, but you can't filter out full games. Yeah. So, invariably, oh. your matchmaking list is just a bunch of full games. You're looking at it like, I can't join any of this. It's like, even refresh, occasionally refresh. I've seen entirely, like, the, the entire matchmaking list is full. There's not a single game on it that has an available slot. It's like, well, all right. That was, thanks for showing me. Now, you can, there's a filter that's on by default that shows you can include or exclude people that are just on their ship between missions. You'll usually find a lot more with that, but you don't know if you're jumping in with somebody that's just been sitting idle for right. 10 minutes. Right, like they went to get a pizza. Right, exactly. So, eh, I don't know. Yeah, I would like just a, don't show me the four out of four. Yeah, there's I no feel, reason. I felt really bad. Over the weekend, um, I think it was on Friday or Saturday, they deployed the 1.02 update for that game. And um, I'm sorry, yeah, they, the 1.02. And I was playing, then I saw the update, and it forced me to update because, you know, you have to play online. So I updated. Then after I updated, I guess I was, like, one of the first batch of people to update because then I couldn't find a single game because everyone was still on the old version. So I tweeted something like, oh, you know, I updated. I guess uh, 
I can't play for a while. You know, and I totally understand. I understand that no one has had the patch yet. The CEO for the game development company tweeted back at me like, don't worry, once more people patch to 1.02, you'll be able to find games again. I was like, oh, no, I'm not complaining. Like, <laughs> I totally understand. I'm not trying to badmouth your game. I felt really guilty about that. Oh, well, that's really sweet. Yeah, so he was actively, I guess he was actively monitoring social media about that. I'm just weird that you're sweet. No, no, I, I, didn't, I didn't want him to think. Like, I, I, really, I really like his game. I didn't want him to think that I didn't like it. So um, can you play, like, if it's PS3, PS4, Vita, like, is, can you play, if you're on PS3, can you play with someone on PS4, mm-hmm. or is it just a shared world? I think so. Okay. Think, and Vita? Mm-hmm. It's impressive. Which is, uh, yeah, it's, it's really fun. And, and your progress carries over. So, you know, if I mm-hmm. stop playing on my PS4 and start playing on my Vita, I still have the same level, the yeah. same progression, the same unlocks. It's got a cloud-based uh, player system, essentially. Okay. Great. Yeah, no, and it works well. I've tried it at home on, I've got a PS3 I'm borrowing just to play this game. And uh, <laughs> it worked fine. I was able to go home and everything just synced up. Yeah, I feel a little bit bad. I fell down a really weird gaming hole. I, um, so I was getting ready to play uh, Kirby and the Rainbow Curse, uh, but that was coming out on Wii U. And so it turned out that I had um, Kirby Triple Deluxe on my 3DS, and I'd never played a Kirby game before. So I went and started playing it, and now that's all I do with my life. <laughs> it's, I don't know how that happened. It's weird. You fell down a Kirby Great hole, game, all right? Though. Yeah, you, you, the game swallowed you up. I oh, <laughs> I immediately got into that. By the way, I was like, "Who can I swallow, and what can they do?" <laughs> so now I'm trying to go through every level and get like all of the all of the sunstones for each level, and I've decided that is what I'm going to call done when i get all of those that'll, that'll be your 100 percent completion for that game yeah there's a collectible in it where it's uh it's like keychains and i immediately decided i'm not going to try and collect all the keychains because after you complete a level you get um a, you know random keychains and the number varies depending on like which uh random ones you put you picked up in the level and then also at the end of every level there's like a like a shoot out of a barrel game where the further you get the more stuff you get out of it i immediately decided based on the random element there's no way no, I'm doing no. that. Yeah. Absolutely not. I hate when something that I really need in a game is based on any sort of random variable because I am the worst at random. Random does not work for me at all. That was the same problem I had with Destiny. I would always get screwed by random. Uh, so, yeah, I like just concrete things. Yeah. Well, it's you know where the, to go to find yeah, it. It's like, not moving around. I, w- I want to... I direct correlation between effort and reward, okay? Is that so much to ask? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, when does that... Kirby game come out for Wii U. Is that out already? I think it's out. Um, if the Wi-Fi cooperates, I'll actually look it up. Uh, the, I think the next Wii U game I'm looking forward to is uh, Yoshi's Woolly World. Isn't that hasn't Yoshi's that been out for ages? Yoshi's Woolly World. No, are they just taking like? Out. Are you thinking of Mario versus Donkey Kong Tipping Stars? No, Yoshi's Woolly World. <coughs> isn't that how? Is that? Are out? they just taking Nintendo characters and matching them up with like an extra word and turning it into a game? There's Toad Treasure Hunter now. Captain Toad Treasure Tracker. Whatever. <laughs> Fungus the Treasure Locator. Okay, who's been screwing with this, <laughs> with this iPad? I just did a search and it defaulted to Yahoo. Okay. Who the fuck looks on Yahoo? Sorry. Uh, yeah, Kirby and the Rainbow Curse came out February 20th. So that is out. Now I'm looking up Yoshi's Woolly World because I don't believe you. I would have Kirby and the Rainbow Curse. There, there's another one. They're just picking. This is like Mad Libs, right? They're just picking words and sticking them with characters. And then there's like, okay, we'll make a game based on that. Sure. <laughs> nope, sure. I'm Captain off. Toad, whatever. It just says sometime in 2015, so there's no date yet. Sweet. I must be thinking of the last uh, Yoshi game that came out on 3DS. Mm. Yeah, uh, the, I, I just like the look of the Yoshi's Woolly World uh, game. When they showed, I mean, those would, I mean, there was really a weird E3 for me because I was really excited about Yoshi's Woolly World and Captain Toad Treasure Tracker, which is like the first time I've been excited about a Nintendo game in a really long time. And Captain Toad Treasure Tracker was awesome. I don't know if I talked about it on the patch or not, but that was a really fun game. Yes, I think it's Did come you, up I, once or twice. You might, you might have mentioned it just very, very briefly. It's a, it's a great game. Uh, but I'm, I'm well, done with it. I'm not, I don't know. My Wii is kind of collecting dust at the moment, like my Vita was. Don't worry. I'm sure they'll find another Captain Toad Lord of the Dance treasure team or whatever, and you can play that. Well, the game sounds awesome. I want, I want to make it. I want to play that. <laughs> I like Captain Toad Lord of the Dance. Uh, but there isn't the, the Toad Amiibo coming out soon? Yeah, isn't that isn't that this month? Yeah, I think so. I also the uh, Gold Mario amiibos are going to be coming out, and supposedly they're going to be in pretty limited supply. Uh, yeah, but the the Gold Mario, I think they were saying was going to be this month, but maybe that's not the case. It, it got, got delayed. delayed. The Gold Mario got delayed. Yes. Yes. I uh, never mind. I think 
They just, uh, I think Michael and Ray just pre-ordered one yesterday. Maybe they didn't, though. I, I heard they were canceling some of the pre-orders for that. Yeah, they've had bad luck. Uh, I don't know if it's bad luck or bad planning with that lately. I think they had the same thing with the uh, Majora's Mask 3DS, where they had to cancel pre-orders because they didn't get as many yeah. as they were hoping. Retailers well, a, didn't get as many. a lot of that's actually a, as a result of the, the port strikes on the West Coast, right? But that's resolved now. Right. So, so hopefully they'll be coming in, but I can see how that would have yeah. constrained supply. Can, can you imagine? I'd like to picture uh, a heist where people are going to go break into a shipping container filled with gold Mario Amiibos and just planning it all out. <laughs> it's like, yeah, we're just like the big scores, the Amiibos. <laughs> we're going to resell these. Yeah. We're going to cut them and just send them out. You know, you know, take an arm off, and then you got not only is it a gold and exclusive, but then it's a damaged one. You know, yeah, like, right, those make that much more. Yeah, that, that's how you, you cut them down. And then you just sell the arm as like an extra part. <laughs> as a spare part in case someone, uh, <laughs> someone breaks their uh, amiibo. Well, all I know is that once a day, at least at this point, uh, Carrie busts into the Achievement Hunter office like, they're back in stock, they're back in stock. And then everybody runs to the computer and then they try and get it and then they get, no. You should set up like flashing red lights and a siren <laughs> and then Whee! Carrie just like hits a button and then it's like, amiibos, amiibos. <laughs> yeah, Toad, Toad uh, supposedly comes out on the 20th. Oh, cool. Well, uh, good. Now that we've covered that, why don't we talk um, about... Oh, okay, yeah. I'm going to read this. Yeah, okay. Okay. Um, see, I, I talked about heists. I know. I, was, I saw the segue. Yeah. Oh. See? It was, it was, it was, that's, I was why ready. Sit, that's why we're sitting here. Uh, all right. Um, I want to remind everyone, this episode of The Patch is brought to you by Nature Box. Drop the candy bar. Drop the potato chips. They're not good for you. Do what I do. Get delicious, guilt-free snacks at Nature Box. Nature Box offers over 100 nutritionist-approved snacks to choose from with the bowl flavors you crave. Instead of succumbing to the same old vending machine or convenience store junk, get a selection of tasty, crave-worthy options from NatureBox and feel better about snack time. So in the afternoon slump when I'm hungry and irritable, here's what I do. I gra- actually, I brought the one from my desk. I've been hiding these. I grabbed the sea salt pop pops. These are really, Those really are good. really good. If you haven't had them, you should try them. They're kind of crunchy. You so. had them hidden and now you don't. Yeah, no. Yeah. Well, it's they're... because I already ate the other bag and now this bag's almost gone, so I brought it out to show it. Yeah, he's not wrong. Uh, it's almost empty. Yeah, grab the sea salt pop pops. Uh, they're so good, so much better for you than other snack options out there. Now I want to give you a chance to try Nature Box for free with a trial box featuring five of the most popular snacks. Free snacks. Start your free trial right now by going to naturebox.com slash thepatch. You know you're going to snack. Get smart about it with Nature Box. Go to naturebox.com slash thepatch. Get a free trial box of delicious snacks. And, I mean, I, I do find myself snacking pretty often, so it's good to have these around. You may as well. Sea salt pop pops. They're really, really it's good. It's like popcorn. It is. It's yeah. sea salted popcorn kernels. But you said it was like if popcorn got brutalized. It really does look like popcorn that got brutally murdered. I mean, it's just been shredded. Look at that stuff. It, it does look like very tasty. It though. does look like the jagged remains. Yeah, and I'm gonna eat them. Yeah, eat some. That's why I brought them. All right, <laughs> I'm gonna eat them far away from the mic. Yeah, eat them. No, far. right. They're, oh, they're, they're super crunchy. Um, they go pop pop all over your mouth. <laughs> so speaking of Raising. pop pop. Um, heists. Heists! They finally came out! They finally came out and immediately crashed Rockstar. Sure did. <laughs> didn't, didn't Who didn't know that? Rockstar. You were not prepared. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Right back well, at you, burn them with that one. Uh, yeah, no, they're finally out. We managed to somehow eke out one Let's Play in it uh, yesterday. And we've done most of... So, heist number one, that actually was... Kind of made me a little sad. I realize it's kind of a tutorial, like an opening heist. But going into this, I kind of expected they would all be four person, and the first one's two. That's weird. It is. I mean, at no point have they ever mentioned, oh, yeah, you, this is a little two-man heist. It's one of them. But, uh, all right. All right. It makes sense, though, I guess. So, wait, one, one out of the five? One out, well, I guess one out of the five is a two-man heist, the very first one, which just kind of eases you into it. Uh, gets you used to the fact that Lester is a super creepy dude. Because uh, everyone's really surprised by that. No, no, not not really. <laughs> but uh, so you after that one, you get your first four man, which we've done the the three setup missions for. So the way they work now is you get kind of the general overview of the idea. You know, someone shows up like here's the job, uh, and then generally you'll get a few setup missions, which. The setup missions are very reminiscent of some of the missions that were in the game previously. So mm-hmm. go get this car. Go steal that thing. It knits it together very well, though. It feels nice. Uh, it feels more like a story to have it all on the board there. Uh, we'll say it stops you. Each individual setup mission is a job unto itself. So you join a – it's just like launching a mission. You get everybody oh, okay. in there. You run the setup, and then at the end, it's out. Everybody has to leave and start a new job together. 
mm. to continue with the next step of the highway. I guess to maybe save progress along the way so that you don't get part of the way and then just get fucked. I'm sure that's part of it. Uh, that being said, because of the situation with the servers right now, at the end of every setup mission, I get dropped from Xbox Live. Oh. Uh, I'm, I'm currently serving as the uh, the the leader of the heist. There's one character that is the leader. So you're the money bags. Well, actually, you're the one that spends the money. It costs right. forty grand to start the second heist <laughs> mission just to kick it off. Uh, and I don't think if you're the heist leader, you get any cash until you run the finale. Hmm. Right. I think only the only the mm-hmm. other crew members do. But then you get right. the biggest payout at the end if you set it. If it all goes off. If it all goes off, and you have the the control over that as the leader, I can make it just even Steven across the board. Uh, in fact, there's an achievement for giving everybody 25% cut. Uh, just commonly share it around. Yeah, fuck that. Yeah, right. I know. Uh, but, uh, I mean, it, it ties together pretty well so far. We haven't finished the second heist. We're on the finale. We just we need to finish it off. But I got dropped. and then And then I ran into an issue which a lot of people have apparently had, which is I went back to the heist board. And the prison job title was up there, but the board was blank. We'd done all three setup missions. We're on the the finale. Can't launch it. Oh, just not there. Uh, so what you and okay for anybody that runs into this, here's the fix. What you have to do is just go out of your apartment and just wait for Lester to call you and just break your disc. I'm digital now, so that would involve break actually shattering the Xbox. Go and. Push delete really, really. <laughs> let your ba- let your controller battery die. Well, I was that pretty pretty close to that by the end. By the time we got to the end of that, I mean it's day two of what is probably one of the bigger updates to one of the bigger games of the past couple of years. So yeah, it's gonna suck. I mean, there's no company that's yet been really prepared for a AAA launch, uh, except uh, Call of Duty. I think is usually pretty good, They're pretty solid. Yeah, but their numbers are also going down. So. Yeah, well, I mean, but like the whole thing with GTA Online is they had all those issues when they launched GTA Online. Remember what a sh- oh, show that God, was? It was for so weeks? broken. Mm-hmm. You'd think that they would have looked at that and been like, hmm, maybe we should do a little bit better this time. <laughs> well, I guess they assumed that after or eighteen not. months, a lot of people probably had gotten rid of GTA. <laughs> yeah, but they know they know how many people are playing. They know their numbers. They don't share them, but they know them. Yeah, that's true. I feel, I feel like I should jump back in. I've been meaning to. I still haven't played the. Uh, current gen version of gta 5 i feel like i should jump in and And the heists are definitely a good thing to jump in on they also added some other game types there's uh like a 3v3 uh game type that's not exactly cops and crooks you've got like a hunter team versus a runner team the runners can only run but they're more heavily armed and armored so it's like cat and mouse sort of yeah the the hunters i think have bikes and shotguns and unlimited lives the runners only have one life um so and they can only walk or, or run to their destination. So, uh, yeah, cat and mouse is a really good way to describe it. Uh, then there's Hasta La Vista, which is <laughs> semi-trucks on one team and bicycles on the other team. And the what? bicycles are running from the semi-trucks. What? Oh, yeah. I get it. Ha, ha, yeah, ha. A little yeah. Terminator 2 there. There you go, yeah. And then there's a Siege. There's a Siege mode now, which is like 4v6, where the four are heavily armed and armored and the six... Are attempting to take like a secured position, essentially. I like that. I like the when games are sort of uneven like that. It's just, been just a new in terms thing, of like yeah. you know you're not you're not fighting against people with the same exact setup. Yeah. Or it's not just deathmatch. Yeah. As long as you get the balance right. I mean, that's really the sticking point to that. Is I mean, and that's somewhat how evolve feels a little sticky sometimes. It's like well. It's a different experience if you're the monster or the humans. The difference being if you're the monster, you win, and if you're the humans, you get eaten. So as long as you can get a good balance there, it works know. really well. I have, I have pretty good success as a I need to get back hunter. to it now yeah. that they fixed the, the multi-console thing. Mm. Uh, I have I stayed away from it for a little while because of that, but now that it's fixed, mm-hmm. so I hear. Uh, yeah, I, I, I kind of stepped away from it for a while, too. And I think on the last patch, I mentioned that I was kind of going through a drought and not finding games that really engage me which is why i'm so glad i found hell divers and i'm totally obsessed about it do you like um do you like 2d games like platformers like not necessarily side scrollers but like 2d in perspective i hate platformers uh platformers they don't do it for me you and jeff are the same way they both i'm gonna play ori in the blind forest despite the fact it's a platformer it is broken it is very platform it's broken yeah what was that there was something wrong with it i really haven't had it okay you got you guys uh, I downloaded it, but I didn't get a chance to play it yesterday. I uh, yeah, I started playing it last night. I didn't get to play as much as I want because um, like my my network was downloading a little bit slow, and I was doing this. Mm. Oh, go! Uh, but I started it. 
I think it might have taken Up's place as the thing to make me cry the fastest. Oh, God. And, that- then, and I don't even mean like just like in at the beginning of Up, I was like, oh, the love little sniffles it's like i was full on i was uh luckily bernie was away on reshoots so it was just me in the the, the house and i was like (gasps) (laughs) (laughs) that's what i was afraid of like during the e3 pause it for ages all right so why you're cheering up right now you are oh during the e3 trailer when they showed it off i watched it and i thought this is a game that's going to make people cry like i could tell just from that trailer you you need some kleenex i'm good good. i'm fine Right, well, tell us about it. What is it? What um, is it? So the the premise is uh, the the way it starts off at least is like um, the little white dude um, Ori is the is like the child of the great forest spirit or whatever, and um, he gets in the middle of a storm, gets blown out of his tree and off, and then gets picked up by this like really cool dude. I think named. Manu or Maru or something like that. Anyway, he and he like picks him up and like adopts him and takes care of him. And then it shows this. It's you know it's one of those montages of all, all their great times together, uh-huh. picking apples and like building bridges and Aww. just being really all the humanitarian work they did. Um, but the I guess the the forest has died sort of because um, of the storm, and then it attracted a giant evil owl. Uh, that I knew that owl was the, up to no good. All the light. <laughs> and um. So the, so the forest dies, all the apples wither, and then, oh my god, it's so sad. Hold on, I'm going to need a minute. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> um, Quick, we need some chocolate. Uh, they, uh, I really am going to cry, I'm sorry. Do you need a minute? <laughs> and then the guy gives the little, he gives Ori his last apple, and then he dies because he starves. Oh, It's so sad. That does sound incredibly sad. sad. I'm smiling right now just because of the situation, but that sounds really sad. And then, yeah. and then, so he dies, and then Ori wanders off and dies, and then gets like resurrected with the last of the forest bits energy, and then you have to go and try and save the forest. So then it gets happier, apparently, but still, it's really sad. <laughs> You're still in the cry phase of Ori in the Blind Forest. Yeah, I'm still in the like, oh, I want the happiness. Oh, yeah. Apparently, what I was referring to was there have been some crashing issues. Ah, I haven't had any of that. Luckily, I've had one or two uh, frame rate stutters. I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna clean myself up a little delivered. bit. Delivered. Thanks, thanks, Mario. Um, but the I find the platforming like it's really it's really tight. Mm-hmm. It works really really well. I'm terrible at it, but that doesn't make it any less good. Um, the art style is off the hook. It's really, it looks gorgeous. It's, I've, I, I haven't seen the, anything that makes me go less than wow. I hear the <laughs> sound and the music's also phenomenal in that. It is. I had a weird moment where the um so there's a point where the the great you know forest spirit is, talks to you a little bit, uh, but he doesn't speak English. It's all it's sort of like in text, like mm-hmm. interpreted for you. And I was like, easy, easy to localize. To localize ever. <laughs> you don't have to redo VO. Just fucking redo the uh, the subtitles. You know, it's very much like oh, speaking giant forest tree language, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's really good, and it's um, it's I I actually went into this game not knowing anything about it which is very rare for me i'm i'm to the point now with a lot of games where by the time the game comes out i'm almost not interested in it because um with the you know the great hype machine being the way it is i'm starting to be like really excited about the next thing and this one's out but i already know so much about it i'm not like i don't feel like there's surprises left uh so i went into this one completely blind and i'm really loving it so far it's one of those exploration platformers where it's all um, 2D, but you can navigate up into different areas, and then you unlock things with different energy, uh, and then you can, like, come back to them. So it's, it's more of an open-world 2D, sort of. Yeah. Yeah, it's, um, I mean, I guess I would compare it maybe, like, a little Metroid-y. Okay. okay. Um, uh, I'm intrigued. A, a bit, like, I, you know, uh, you know, you come back into Nara, you have to go back through all the hazards again, but you can go through and then unlock this door and go through and get whatever was inside. So there's a couple of collectibles. Um, and there's um, RPG light elements in that you, there are like three different um, paths that as you, um, like as you kill stuff and get through obstacles, whatever, you collect this energy and then you can use it to um, unlock new skills, like to make your attacks stronger or so that when you save your game, you regain a little bit of health. So it like is that. like Metroid. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, you know, so it's like, but you, you know, you can choose how you progress. So far, loving it. Um, I ended up staying up way too late last night to, to play it, uh, which I think is a good sign. Um, and I'm probably going to stay up way too 
late again tonight, <laughs> and I will also not be sorry. <laughs> I think I heard the um, the uh, average gameplay time on that was like twelve to fifteen hours. Yeah, it's got so it's the nice thing is um, I was looking in the achievements uh, where you know it shows you like how close you are to certain achievements, and it's like you know collected half of this stuff, collected half of this stuff, and um, so I can get an idea. But there's Oh, by the way, there are some achievements I will never fucking get. Not <laughs> once, ever. There's one that's get through the entire game without dying. Yeah, no. I must have died 50 times on, like, one of those, just, like, one of those bits that I'm just terrible at for no reason whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, aside from the fact that I'm just terrible at it. Um, it's like jumping over things and then trying not to jump in the fire flower because that will burn you and you get, like, three things before you just poof away and go back to your save. It's really, I'm really bad at it. There's a. Um, speaking of not dying, there's a. I, 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 I didn't prepare this for the patch notes. This is a. This is something I saw, and I, I for some reason I didn't include it. I should have. Have you seen? There's a guy who is who has done a, an entire gameplay of Fallout New Vegas without ever healing or eating anything. What? And he like he'll even keep limb damage and won't do anything to regain health so he finished all of new vegas this way and now he's starting on all of the expansion packs and wants it i think currently he's like at 60 percent of maximum health and uh so now he's trying so to he's going for that. ultra realism basically right so is he, he's oh, sure, never let me, let me see if the internet works i'll see if i can look it up if he dies does he just quit i mean how does he start from the beginning again well, it hasn't or? happened i don't know all right that's fair yeah you know what i do like the the mods that you can get for like there's games like skyrim too where um, it's like you can get exposure. Uh-huh. Like it's radiation. A, it's a great big snowy place. <laughs> you're going to get cold. You can get hypothermia or like you have to sleep and you have to eat. I like those. I don't install them, but I like knowing they're there. <laughs> There's actually one very uh, along that lines. It's kind of a survival game called The Long Dark. Have you seen that one on Mm-mm. Steam? Yeah. Yeah. It's, I haven't played much of it, but I've experimented a little bit. It's very long and cold. And you get cold, and then you so need the fire. So the title warm. is descriptive. Very, yes. Is, there's a long dark, and then there are wolves, and the wolves eat you. The wolves are not nice. You see a wolf, just put it down or run. So now we hate... Don't run. The wolf so, will get you. So we currently hate wolves, and we hate owls. Okay, let's not Bears go, are kind of mean, Let's too. not go crazy about I mean, owls. If we're just throwing out animals. Well, you no. can't judge all owls because of one bat. Also, owl. there was a really nasty look I got from a giraffe one time. <laughs> I mean, going to just put it on the shit list if we're <laughs> building it right now. Yeah, but watching them run is so funny. It had to bend so far down to give me the shit look, though. I mean, it's it like, was a lot of effort. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's way up there. It's, and it's like committed. What? Yeah, yeah, it really did. So, giraffes, bears, owls. What did we start with? We started with owls. Uh, yeah. Owls, wolves, bears, dragons. Wolves. We started with wolves. Because right. of the long dark. Oh, right. Well, yeah. Wolves. Yeah. Because it was long and dark, and the wolf ate me. And that was not a good experience for me. Uh, there it is. <laughs> Back here, guy beats Fallout in New Vegas without ever healing. YouTuber called many a true nerd. So, we'll so put... is it one or? <laughs> I, I think it's. He's, he is many. He is one. He is many. He's He's legion. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, so that's that's absolutely crazy. I'm a huge fan of the Fallout series, and uh, played. I think I've played just about every Fallout game except for that. Did you some play the, the shitty classic ones? ones? Yeah, yeah, I played Fallout, Fallout Two. There were some shitty ones on the original Xbox. I think mm-hmm. I didn't play any of the, any of those. Was it Brotherhood? No, fuck, I don't remember what they were called. I didn't play them. Okay, I just uh, actually got Fallout Three downloaded again for my uh, first uh, PC because you can actually play it with the Oculus Rift. Ooh. Yeah, it's an interesting experience. You know, I need to tack in some additional like visual improvement mods, but it's hard to find a good balance between making it look good and making it run well. Mm. Uh, it's really interesting though. It's uh, the wasteland. That that is one of the areas that I really have to give PC, and I you know I for now Morpheus is coming to PS4. Right? No, I meant I actually meant mods oh, on yeah. games. Um, everyone's going to have VR eventually, but. You know, it's like with games like Skyrim or Fallout, like games that are a couple years old at this point, it's so nice to be able to at least go have mods to make them look amazing. Mm-hmm. Still waiting for a Psychonauts I, I, HD texture mod. Just putting that out there. I was not the, you know, I've been very outspoken about the fact that I wasn't the world's biggest Skyrim fan. But seeing, like, user-created mods and screenshots from them really makes me want to reinstall the game and play it again like with those mods because I want to see how pretty it all looks. Right. Yeah, I also like when they get the really doofy ones. There was one that 
that switches the mammoths and the chickens. So you get really, really big chickens and you get really, really tiny mammoths. But there's a bug with it where uh, I guess they weren't able to take away the sh- the ground shaking from the mammoth. So you have this really tiny chicken-sized mammoth. And every time it takes a step, the entire village shakes. It's a very dense mammoth, all right? It's just very concentrated. It's like a little black hole with furry you legs. You add water and it grows. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, speaking of DLC, uh, I'm sorry, speaking of mods, um, I saw an Which interview. DLC. <laughs> or the Polygon did a story where they, I guess, talked with Joel Burgess, who's a senior level designer over at Bethesda. And um, he, he, if I he guess. He wasn't talking about Fallout 4, do we care? Well, he, <laughs> he gave a talk at GDC, and I guess that's what they're reporting on. He was in charge of the team that came up with the horse armor. <laughs> oh, the horse armor! I totally bought the horse. I know armor. that's why I, I, I saved the story Aww. for you. And, uh, and I, I bought it. I wasn't sorry about it. Look how cool that horse! Oh, looked. you just tarted up that horse is all you yeah, did. Yeah, I did, the, and I kept him safe. The, the headline for the article Polygon wrote was "Oblivion Dev is sorry, not sorry for horse armor," because <laughs> he talked about how you know at the time people really didn't know what DLC meant or what it was, so they did like some experimentation, and he said, you know. People may talk about it and hate it, but everyone remembers it. So he's like, mission accomplished. Well, everyone remembers it. Um, and everyone goes through those growing pains. Look, achievements were the same way. Remember when when the 360 first launched and they had achievements and it was, you'd get those stupid achievements that like one person in the world could get. Right. You know, they'd be like, climb to the top of the leaderboard in, mm-hmm. mul- in all of multiplayer. Yeah, one person's going to get that. And guess what? They're going to get it before release. After that, everyone's Probably screwed. so, yeah. You know, it's, so it's just they there. You know, there were a couple of missteps there, but everyone got it figured well, out over time, and it's really the same with DLC. And like, also, over time like it those, ironed out. those early achievements, like there's no standard. Not every game had a thousand points. Like some just had a few. Some achievements were worth really weird a yeah. numbers, ton of yeah. points for no reason at all. Um, there was games like uh, what was it? It was uh, the Donkey Kong game, not Donkey Kong, King sorry. Kong, King Kong game. <laughs> very different, <laughs> very different, very different genre. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like remember when King Kong climbed to the top of the Empire State Building and started throwing barrels down? <laughs> uh, but that, that one had like six achievements. I think it was just one per giant section of the game. Yeah, there's, yeah. there's no way you could complete that game and not get all thousand gamer scores. Right. I, think, I don't think that, I don't think that one had a thousand. I think that one was six hundred. I think it was, it was six. Was it? And it was one. It may have been each. a thousand. Was it? I don't remember. It was an awful game. Just awful. I played that entire game through. The only reason I played that game was for a video that it didn't make it into. It was No, it's a thousand and there's um, there's nine achievements, but again mm-hmm. you can't complete the game and not get all yeah, of them. Yeah, it's just finish the game. Uh I played that game for we did a in Achievement Hunter, one of the first videos I worked on was a tour of New York City. Uh, and I played that entire game just to get to the end where you're in New York City and the footage was just crap from that game, so it was completely useless. I played the entire game. I haven't even beaten it. <laughs> I got all the way to that level and just walked away from it because there should, was no footage. You I should needed. go beat it. I really should just beat it. I might as well at this point. You, you know, know what? Uh, you should uh, do a Twitch stream. What we should do? <laughs> I feel like one of the things you know when we were doing um, screenplay, which was our, our our film podcast. One of the things that I liked that they did was the movie book club. You know, where they would go back and uh, watch an older movie. I feel like maybe we should do that where we have, yeah, like, sure. a gaming club. I'd play club Game Club. Where we're like, we, we pick a game. In this case, maybe we should all play and try to beat King Kong before the patch next okay, week. Okay, I don't like this club Wow, anymore. this turn turned into a penance <laughs> real fast. Uh, we, not, I'm just throwing that out because we're talking about fun? it. But I mean, I, 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 maybe we, maybe we should let Twitter decide. We just said, yeah, no, tweet it. <laughs> no, that's a terrible idea. Well, yeah, just tweet us some suggestions right now. Uh, some hashtag the patch. Yeah, uh, you're the patch, right? Oh yeah. Oh my god. Someone um, also the pumpkins. Ben uh, Ben Holland at Duke of the URL. Nice Twitter, by the way. Um, also reminded me. He said some games had negative achievements, like Command and Conquer. Oh right. <laughs> also, wasn't I think that the one like if you did something, it'd be like take away five points. There was a. There was no no. There was a. The one, what I'm thinking of with negative achievements is that I believe there was a Turok game where they had an achievement for player killing in multiplayer. Mm-hmm. Or for like team killing. Yep. Oh my god, that's the worst idea. Why would anybody... Yeah, Because they didn't think about it. It's like, ah, oh, this will be funny. No. Uh-uh. You know Not what funny. I did no, like... You're ruining your, your game's experience. Yeah. You know what I did like, although I'm glad they haven't become a staple, is for a little while their viral achievements were a thing, where if you killed someone with the achievement, you got uh, it. Those still happen. They do, but they're not like... It's not like every game. For a little mm-hmm. while, there was there was I don't remember what the first game was that did it, but then it, it was started kind of a rash. 
Halo had one of those. Was the first one? I I think there was another one before that. Yeah, Mm -hmm. where it's like, I think with with a lot of these, you had to play a developer and beat a developer in multiplayer, or kill a developer in multiplayer. Or kill someone who killed the developer. And then that's how it kind of That was the viral part of it. And yeah, it eventually just infected the system. I wonder if they did that as some kind of actual experiment to see how quickly that would spread. But yeah, I feel like it was, it was very interesting, though. Like, mm-hmm. by the end, it was really easy to get, but, like, in the earlier days, it's like, oh, no, i got to kill people. Well, I feel that, like you can track that case. without an achievement, though. If you have That's all that true. data on the back end, you can just extract, make, make, basically make, like, a six degrees of Kevin Bacon, but just, like, <laughs> draw it out for uh, kills on that. I wonder, though, I mean, that achievement would have gotten really easy to get, and then I bet there's a cycle there where it now became really, really hard to get. Where that population cycles right. through. Like that generation right. of people playing that game moved on. And now no one would well, have access. I mean, there should be a crossover there where it kind of just a gray line where it kind of moved its way forward. But it could be that it really cycled down to almost a couple of I people. want to see the data on this now. Yeah. It'd be really interesting, wouldn't it? Um, you, you've sparked data my curiosity. Data, come to us. <laughs> uh, here, I'm going to – let me read this thing. Uh, I want to remind everyone, this episode of The Patch is also brought to you by Trunk Club. Guys, you might hate shopping, but you still want to look good, right? What if you could snap your fingers and have a trunk full of clothes that fit perfectly and make you look amazing? You're going to love what gets delivered to you from Trunk Club. At trunkclub.com slash thepatch, you answer a few simple questions about your look, style, and size, and then they assign a real person who helps uh, to style you. They email you a list of clothes they recommend sending you. You approve, and at no cost to you, they ship a trunk full of fresh new clothes to your door. Try them on, keep what you want, send back what you don't in their prepaid box. That's it. A better wardrobe than you could ever pick out for yourself in minutes. Uh, did I mention the service is free? Your stylist, the shopping, the box, even the shipping are all 100% free when you go to trunkclub.com slash the patch. Only pay for the clothes you keep. No ongoing subscription, no hidden charges, no malls, just great clothes handpicked for your style. Um, I signed up for it. I haven't received my first box yet, but I'm eagerly eagerly waiting for my goodies to show up i feel like i need this uh so uh you're gonna think you're not a guy you're gonna thank us go try it completely free get started at trunkclub.com slash the patch today that's it's right there trunkclub.com slash the patch free stylist free shipping uh it looks like it's only for dudes sorry sorry ashley I, but i want someone to I do think all these, my shopping for me and these just know that i'll look nice probably that dudes would just suck at it in general uh yeah, it's, it's like you you get someone to help you figure that figure that stuff it out is for true. yourself. Whenever I have to take Bernie pants shopping, I can get him to try on two pairs max, and then he'll just take whichever one fit the best. That he is absolutely will, he will the way not he will it. not try on any more than mm-hmm. that. It doesn't matter what the occasion is. Mm-hmm. Well, so, maybe if it came in the mail, he yeah. Wouldn't. Then you're at home. You're like, ah, oh, whatever. They're already here. I mean, yeah. yeah, you don't have to go don't, anywhere. Don't don't everybody tell him. Maybe I can get it. <laughs> <laughs> it's our secret. Um, so I, th- th- there was a game I had mentioned on the patch some time ago. Wait. Chloe, no. What did she suggest? Hattlefield boyfriend. Oh yeah, <laughs> we should totally do that. I feel like, yeah, I, I like that suggestion actually. I feel no, like, well, you don't. I feel like it should be games that are Bad out Gus. of our comfort zone, like games that we don't necessarily play, like something like that, or uh, Criminal Girls, or just something like totally off the wall. Like we should just find like a Japanese import <laughs> that's just like really bizarre that we we, we don't get that's not intended for us and, well, and play also, that. Well, also, I mean, Steam is a goldmine for that kind of thing. It's true. Oh, please hashtag the patch. We'll 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 try to pick one before this about, show ends. During have the live you seen stream. the Steam game that is? It's uh, your parents leave and you're a little girl and you have two dolls and you're just trying to figure out how they have sex. Yes. <laughs> What? That's a thing. thing? No, seriously, that's a game. It's you're sitting there with two dolls, just trying to figure out how they have sex. I remember when I you used real dolls. (laughs) Well, now you can play a game about a girl trying to figure out. I'm assuming (laughs) that it's. I don't know. I have no idea what the target market for this is. On the, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you right now. I don't think it's little girls. No, I don't think so. (laughs) On the, uh, you know, Funhouse has uh, their podcast, Dude Soup, Mm -hmm. and on a recent episode, I think it was episode. Two or Aren't three. They all recent. Well, I guess they're all recent. <laughs> but on episode, it was either episode two or three. Sean, Sean Poole talks Who's about. Who's going to be here for uh, South by Southwest? He's he, coming in for the weekend. He talks about how he thinks game the value for games is a dollar an hour. So if you pay sixty dollars for a game, you should get sixty hours of gameplay no, out of it. Bullshit. So I no? think I saw people I'm su- say no. I'm going to disagree with that. I saw people suggesting that he go onto Steam and find the cheapest <laughs> games like that. They're like a buck or two, and that they force him to play it. 
for an hour or two to get his value out of That's it. That's a great idea. That sounds like a great torture uh, scenario for someone. I feel like we've resurrected a show that Achievement Hunter used to have, which was... Forced uh, Enjoyment? Yeah, Forced mm-hmm. Enjoyment. <laughs> well, so is your number higher or lower? Um, I'm fine paying multiple dollars per hour. Yeah, okay. I, when, I, when I go through and I think He's a lunatic, the, by the way. I just want to clarify. He yeah. is absolutely insane. When I, when I go through and think of all the games that I've had really great experiences with, um, I'm going to pull out Prince of Persia, Sands of Time, just as an example, because it's one of the shorter games I remember that was absolutely, to me, worth full retail price because I enjoyed it so much. I mean, if it's a game that you're kind of lukewarm on, and you're just like, oh, I'm playing it just because, then I could see that. You know, right. the, the value not being as high, but if it's like a really beautifully put together experience, I will pay a couple of dollars an hour and I will be happy knowing that it's still less expensive per hour than uh, than a Blu-ray, than going to the movies, than anything else. That's true. But I mean, so you're comfortable with $60 for three hour experience? I'd say I'd probably bottom out somewhere around like Five hours. Five hour, okay. Yeah, but that's also, you know, I also recognize that, like, I don't pay for a lot of my games. So, like, a buck fifty an hour is is really where you're – well, no, that doesn't work out. But, I mean, if you're talking – if you want to, you know, tie it to a movie, a movie you pay ten bucks and you could see a three-hour movie. Yeah, but Uh typically not. Typically not. I mean, let's say two. Maybe Lord of the Rings. And then let's – and if you want to add in – like all the things that go with going to the movie, like the popcorn. You, well, you're gonna snap you know, all your plane anyway. I'm not gonna give you that <laughs> okay. one. Okay, all right, But let's just say that that's that's like five dollars an hour. Yeah. You know, so okay. even, even so, if you take a sixty dollar game um, and it's twelve hours, then you're still right there on par with the theater experience. Math. It's what's for dinner. It worked. <laughs> um, so stepping back a second before I got sidetracked, um, there was a game I'd mentioned many months ago. I don't know if y'all remember. Um, uh, it was a game called Upsilon Circuit. Uh, it's mm-hmm. not out yet, but it's the game where it's a, like a top-down isometric action game, and there's only one server in the world, and only eight people in the world can play at any given time, but other people can watch and spectate. So they uh, apparently they, they they made some announcements regarding this game at PAX East. That actually made me even more excited about this game. I love this concept that everyone can watch, but... Only eight people can play, and if you pl- you finally get a chance to play and you die, you can never play again. What? You're no. out. You're, You're done. Out. That's it. So they but, is it free? Well, there's there's yes, but yes. they introduced an interesting mechanic. There's also more to the game. So you okay. that part of playing is one part, one side of the equation. As an observer, you now have the opportunity to also influence as a permanent the game. observer. As well, anybody I mean, watching, it doesn't the game. matter. Yeah, if you're not okay. actively playing as the hero character. You can also help the bad guys. Okay. You can, through microtransactions, you yeah. can drop items to benefit the players who are playing, or you can pay to drop monsters in and screw them over. So they're monetizing on trolling uh, people who are playing the oh, game. Oh, that's the game that um, that like goes for like a year? Yeah, and it, it's yeah, going to go, okay. f- they said once they launch, it'll go for about a year, and then they're going to shut it down. So weird. What a weird concept. So bizarre. So I, love, I love this idea. I can't wait for this game so to come out. So are you going to play? There were... I'm, if, if I can, I mean, I, yeah. I would like to, one, but one, one who knows. of eight in the world at any given time. Well, which time? part, I which mean, side of that sounds more fun to you? Oh, uh, God, I don't know. They both sound really interesting. Really, really do, you, do you really care enough to pay money to fuck someone over? It depends yes. on how cheap it is. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if it's no just hesitation like, at all. Why not? I mean, if it's like a dime, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'll just sit there and spam the drop monster button all fucking day. Well, you at least get creative with it. You drop, be dropping dimes all over the place, just making it rain. Uh, drop like a really nice item and then drop twelve monsters in front of it. Come yeah, on. <laughs> if you're gonna troll, go all the way. You're right. Yeah, yeah. I like this. Let, let's 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 collaborate on this. There, you know, we there go. were there were a couple games that came out earlier this year that actually had Twitch integration, so you could use uh, chat commands in Twitch. Like IDARB. To, yeah, to mm-hmm. either to, to like help out or hinder or like trigger weird stuff. Or make um, Gus's face appear on or screen, make for Gus's example. Face appear on screen. I don't know if you're in the full game now, are you? Uh, I think that was great. a special build okay. for us. That would have been we had great, it Let's play I'd like live. to see you in the full game. Mm-hmm. Especially because it still had like your mustache. Yeah, that was a great picture. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, yeah so I, I like the idea of integrating the social aspect into a way that affects the game. Like yeah. you're talking about with the, it, the it is nice to involve spectators in some way because I know that with Twitch streaming, it can be hard to keep um, an interactive chat going just because you're trying to play and chat can get so crazy sometimes. So it's nice to have something that spectators can do to really get involved. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, like, pay money to fuck you over. Yes. <laughs> or to, like, dangle the carrot and then put a big stick in front of it. There you go. <laughs> um, so, probably the uh, 
the most most the most disappointing Moist. bit of news this week, I think, was that Uncharted Four got delayed until uh, spring 2016. Well, I mean, it's disappointing on the one hand, and it means that it's not out for this holiday. On the other hand, it means it'll be better if they know this. If they know this far out that they're not going to make it, it's better this way. Yeah, I know, right? but it's still, I, I want to play Uncharted. Yeah. I want to play. We'll go play the old ones. I'm going to throw a temper tantrum. I want to play the on my PS4. Money you, paid per hour. you know what I'm curious about, though, is Uncharted was kind of going to be the cornerstone of PlayStation's holiday, right? Like, that was, like, their big game for the holiday period. Hmm. I'm sure. What's going to go in its spot? I'm sure at E3 we'll hear all about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure we'll have a, a whole lineup for that. Yeah. I don't it's know, I it's do... crazy. E3 seems like it's still far off, but it's really not. No, it's uh-uh. probably less than two months at this point. Yeah. We should plan something for that. Yeah, we should. If only we had an office out there. <laughs> Luckily, we'll have a home base. It'll make it, hopefully it will make things a lot easier. Hopefully, yeah. I do feel like I don't hear as much about exclusive titles on PS4 at this point. It seems like they've they've not been winning that particular. Well, well I feel like what? we're reaching the mm-hmm. end of what they've announced, but it, it's cyclical. Yeah. We're getting right back into E3, and then we'll kick off more New exclusives range, that, are, yeah. that are coming out. So I think we're just at the tail end of what's been announced so far, and that yeah. more are coming. Um, I think one of the one of the things that's been sort of weird for me this generation is that um, they've gone away with, you know, remember in Xbox 360, there was Xbox Live arcade games, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and there was one or two of those every single week. It was like clockwork. It was really reliable. You always knew you could go in. They had their own sections. You could always go see those downloadable bite-sized games. And that's gone. They're, I mean, the, well, now it's just all in side, one bucket. On the bright side, they're now all in one bucket, so they're you know playing in the same field as the AAA titles. But on the other hand, I also feel like that means they tend to be getting drowned out. Mm-hmm. They're not, they don't have their special section where they get dedicated attention. And you know, with the mm-hmm. exception of, of Ori and the Blind Forest, I feel like uh, there's a lot of games that have come out that just are sort of flying under the radar because they're not getting that. And that's exclusives for both the, the PlayStation and, and Xbox. We're not hearing about a lot of those downloadable games because I know PlayStation has a lot of them. Mm-hmm. Helldivers was a yeah. downloadable game. It's a $20 game. Yeah. Or if you have PlayStation Plus, it's 18 Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I'm fucking making that money back on my PS Plus account. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you think it's weird that uh, Xbox Live is going to be free on PC but they're going to be charging for Xbox One? I, it's not really an issue, I don't think. I mean... When you talk about free on PC... I mean, that that just means maintaining the status quo because you just don't charge for multiplayer on PC. That's just not a thing yeah. that you do if you want to have a chance at surviving. We're also not talking about a lot of money. It's like, what, six... What is Xbox Live now? 50 or is it 60? It um, went up to I, 60, right? I think, yeah. it went, I think it went back up. Mm-hmm. It went down to 40 for a little while. Mm-hmm. Like, at the end of last month, there was a time where the Microsoft Store was selling it for 40 bucks. Uh-huh. Um, but I think it's gone back up now. I, I mean, I... The thing about the, the they're not really talking about there, and I don't know how this will factor in, but usually when you are paying for that Xbox Live support, you're paying for a lot of server back end that you may not necessarily have on the PC. Um, so that really will depend. Is Are they going to have dedicated servers uh, that the PC side of Xbox Live is going to be hitting like the Xbox Live side for console? Uh, there's a lot of back end there that makes more sense if we knew more about. So it's hard to speculate at this point. I don't think there's any reason for PC to play if they're not going to have dedicated servers or to pay more. Yeah, I like. Um, I guess the thing that weirds me out a little bit is the games that are going to be they're going to have crossplay that you're going to be able to play. Like people on PC can play against people on console. Mm-hmm. It like it does feel weird that the people on console have to pay to be able to access that aspect of the game, and the people on PC don't. Not saying that people on PC should pay, but you know, I feel bad that the people on console. Would have to pay, and I wonder if they should consider unlocking those games. I don't know. It depends on how many one that'll even be available on, uh, which may not necessarily. I mean, it hasn't taken off to this point, yeah, so I, I don't know that I it ever will. So far, they've announced Fable, Legends, Gigantic, iDarb, mm-hmm. um, and then maybe one or two others so far. But again, the service hasn't even launched. I yet. am so excited for Gigantic. If I buy it, I would like for it to be on every platform, and I can just pick up the platform I want. Now, see, there is actually a selling point if you wanted to start charging for PC players is if the cloud saves, or even if your game licenses, if you purchased it on console, could transfer to Windows 10. Uh, If that's the kind of back-end architecture that you're paying for when you're paying for Xbox Live, at least that's my take on it, Mm -hmm. is I assume that to maintain all that cloud server activity and to maintain all the dedicated services required for Xbox Live that you don't need on the PC... Because in general, generally, it is the developers that create a server, or it's a peer-to-peer network for multiplayer. Uh, so 
if they were to bring some of those features over to the PC side of it, I could see them potentially charging for it. And then it would be a valuable service. Right. Then you're getting something yeah. for that money. You True. Just, Although with Steam, you can have cloud saves, and that doesn't cost sure anything. Can. That's true. So they would need to come up with something unique. But the but, license but the, transfer. The transfer, yeah. the transfer mm-hmm. from, from console to PC would be nice. Yeah. Um, you know what else we saw? So there were two big games, I feel like. Um, the two big games that aren't out yet um, in some form or other that were at PAX East was Gigantic, which looked really cool, um, and Overwatch. Oh, right. Yeah, they introduced some uh, new characters for Overwatch. Two new characters at PAX East. Yeah, like one's the, the gunslinger McCree. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I went through the... We, we got to, to actually play it. It plays amazing. Every person I've talked to that has played Overwatch just talks about how um, how amazing it is. I'm yeah. so jealous. Um, Bruce um, from from Funhouse, uh, I think he he described it best. He said it felt like a blend between um, a, a MOBA like Smite and Team Fortress Two. Hmm. Um, it's drawing a lot of Team Fortress comparisons, I think, because it's the sort of the, the two teams and it's free to play and it feels a little bit similar, but not quite. It's like it's, it feels unique as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's got that it's got that sort of cartoony style. I feel like the game was also made to drive cosplayers nuts because <laughs> it's like the co- like all the characters look really cool. Really strike. Well, do Blizzard. they have multiple? Do they do they have multiple costumes per character? I maybe those aren't in yet. Okay, uh, or maybe those are going to be microtransactions of some mm-hmm. kind. I'm oh, not I'm sure. sure. Uh, well, but they, tell they me about really the hats. Great. <laughs> 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 We're having Team Fortress two comparisons. <laughs> um, yeah, so it that's. Considering that's, I don't know, in alpha stage or whatever, I don't think it's even in beta yet necessarily, it plays fantastically. Like, it, it already plays like a retail game. And Blizzard has always um, had such with a... The, with the exception that whatever character I was playing is very unbalanced and uh, needs to be bumped up in power. Obviously. Oh, so you were playing the underpowered character. Yeah, yeah, my uh... character didn't have enough power. Well, to be fair, mm. I was playing a healer and then being like, let's go fight! <laughs> but she had wings, man. She looked cool. Her name was Mercy. She had a halo. Okay, well, go heal somebody. You don't have to shoot anybody. I tried. You know where they go and they get damaged, and I got to wait in there, and then I die really fast. No, you stay back. You heal from way back here. Yeah. To be fair, I probably that. should have paid more attention to the controls before trying to play. Because it turns out they've got alts and they've got ultimates and they've got all this sort of stuff. Like it's actually so, really cool. The oh, character really abilities. deep ultimates. So like so like a MOBA. That yeah. Okay. Yeah, so that's where I guess where the where the smite uh, comparison comes in. Interesting. Yeah. Um, I think you'd like it, Gus. The, yeah, I'm really excited about that, and I'm also really excited about Hearthstone. <laughs> they have another <laughs> expansion, yeah, Black Rock Mountain. The, there we go. And it's all that's that one's all what fire themed. Black Rock Mountain themed. Well, you know, isn't it a volcano? Yeah. Well, it's got. I don't know if it's a volcano necessarily, but it does have like magma. And sh- shit in it okay i think that's where i was getting that yeah. it's like all the magma stuff i just assumed lots of lava monsters yeah. can you be a not volcano and still have magma yeah i think so i mean what do you call it just hot mountain <laughs> there's magma under the earth magma lake well yeah it but the, be a lake. the mountain the, the i mean a volcano is an area where that magma is close to the surface it's where the magma becomes lava Right, right, right. Ma- but yeah, it's got to escape. Magma when it's under the surface, right, and yeah. it's lava when it comes um, out. Yeah, like okay. the volcano is what's formed by basically a, an upgrowth or, or a, a pocket of magma forming mm-hmm. like a blister, right? It's like an earth pimple. Yeah, exactly. And then it pops, and people and run then, away and scream. Then, yeah, <laughs> uh, and also basically, earth is gross. Super gross, <laughs> but at least it cauterizes itself. <laughs> and then it makes for great zones in, in Hearthstone. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, not not zones, wings. They, yeah, what do you call raids. them? Wings? And wings of a raid. Wings of wings a raid. Of a raid. Okay. Yeah. So raids. That sounds and like wings. an album, by the way. It wings does. of a raid. Um, Kenny Loggins, get on it. <laughs> the other thing I want to talk about was uh, Powers finally came out this week. It the, did. Uh, Have you watched it? I, I watched the first, I think, 20 minutes of episode one. I got distracted. I didn't get to finish it. They put the first episode up on YouTube as well uh, for promotional purposes. I was actually really shocked that. As of today, right before we came on, I checked the number of views on it, and the YouTube version was only like at 90,000 views. I would have thought it would have had a lot more traction than that. But I guess people who have PlayStations are watching it on their PlayStation. Uh, but it's got uh, – we've talked about it before. Sherito Copley, who was the uh, uh, main character in District 9, is the main character in this as well. He plays a former superhero who lost his powers and now is a police officer who polices superheroes, basically. Which uh, I've heard it's there's – Pretty dramatic differences between the show and the comic. Uh, though I haven't, I read Powers a little bit way back in the day, uh, but my memory of it is very vague. But uh, from what I was reading, it takes a lot of license in that direction. But it doesn't seem like anybody was upset with the direction they went. with. Yeah, I haven't read it either, and I, I've definitely read the same thing. And everyone seems to be okay with it. Yeah, which is 
shocking. Yeah, yeah. It's real easy to make people very angry with any kind of adaption or deviation from source material, which is funny because they always do it. I don't know that I've ever seen like a true, very like a faithful one to one recreation of anything. Yeah, I would say one of the closest. Uh, I would have said Game of Thrones would be one of the closest. Uh, they do have like some character combinations, but all the events have really fallen out the same, except that they're going to start killing off different characters. I guess they're going to divert, yeah. which is weird. Things, yeah, things are going a little weird there. What contracts yeah. are running out, or um, <laughs> I, I, I don't think contracts are running out. I think source material. Is yeah, running it's out. like for pacing uh, purposes. Gotcha. They're uh, they're doing things a little differently. So we're 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 out of time. We got we got to wrap up, but we have to pick a game. And I'm going to say okay. we should play Hotful Boyfriend. God, no, not again. <laughs> How much of it? Play it. Uh, just, just play it. Just play yeah, it. I mean, just enough to get experience. And I already have talk it. About it. I don't want any more. Yeah. It's, it's bad. We'll, you, talk, we'll you, talk about it next and, week. And, Ryan, you have to play. You can't just go click, 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 click. But that's how you play. You just click. No, we're going to have a – it's going to be like a book club. We're going to talk about the story. Oh, <laughs> no. But it's it's a, it's a branching. It's not going to be a common story. Oh, know, well, that's, that, that's, 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 what the, that, that's the fun about talking about it this then. This is the stupidest thing we've ever done. All right. <laughs> Come back, watch a patch next Wednesday. We're going to talk about how to a boyfriend. And make sure that you play how to a boyfriend. Too. Chloe, yeah, I blame you. I hope I'm saying your name right, but I kind of wish I was saying it wrong. <laughs> and uh, we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.